Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome to the Let It Fly show. I am Michael Severe, joined by Josh Jones, Creighton, and Central Grad. We are inside the elevated. We are. And unique sports yeah. bar known as it's Let It Fly. It's been a good vibe all sports season, man. It has been. It'd be packed on uh, home games for uh, Creighton. Oh, yeah. Basketball now. It was packed against uh, in Nebraska football season, man. Can't ask for nothing. I bet you Monday night for the national championship game. Oh, man. It's going to be rocking. Oh, for sure. It's going to be fun in here. No doubt yeah. about that. How was your holiday? I, it, what, it, I, the it, thing <laughs> I miss, the one thing I miss is not having little kids anymore. No doubt. It's one thing. Have, you have teenagers. and yeah. When you have little kids, Christmas is big. Yeah. What was it like at the house? It was everything you said, bro. I mean, my son got – the thing I'm pr- so proud about with my son, he's mm-hmm. particular about what he wants. Mm-hmm. He's not a toys kid. Kid. Oh, okay. Like play with a lot of toys. Michael Jordan jersey, Kobe Bryant jerseys. Nice. You know, yeah. A couple of PS5 games, and uh, you know, he got a, he got something called a silent basketball. You ever heard of that? Silent. Yes. Mm. So it's it's designed to you to dribble as much as you want in the house, and you can't hear the sound. The ball doesn't make sound. Does oh, not make a sound. It's kind of like a, is it Nerf? Uh, no, it's a legit it's a basketball. regular basketball, but it doesn't make any sound. No, it don't. That's and crazy. so we be working on his handles in the house, man. And nobody's saying anything. Yep. That's all right. Yep. That's so. cool. You know what? I wish we had that when I was a kid. Yeah. <laughs> mama, we stopped bouncing that damn ball yeah, in the house. Right, yeah. But I, the good news was I lived in the South. Oh, so I yeah. can go outside whatever outside, I wanted. No doubt. Here, you have no to actually doubt. get your yeah. work in. There's yeah. no doubt about that. Yeah. Here's yeah. what's coming up at Let It Fly Sports Bar. First of all, go to our social media accounts. Yep. Because you have a chance to win tickets to some Creighton games coming up. That is Providence January 6th, which is going to be in a couple days from when we're taping this. Yep. you got St. John's, Xavier, and DePaul. All you have to do is scan the UP, uh, the QR code yep. and enter to win tickets to those games. Just go to our social media accounts, yep. whether it's on Twitter or wherever else, on Instagram, and do that. And then Saturday, NFL Watch Party, we got two games, playoff games on Saturday. Got Creighton men's basketball versus Providence at 11 a.m. Mm-hmm. I'll be there. That's actually 1 p.m. One. That's one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one. I'll be there. You know, we're doing a special thing for uh, for Johnny, for the Jet. Really? Yeah, we're gonna do an event. I'm in there. That's yeah, my guy. We're gonna, we're gonna be there. So I'm it's, gonna double uh, back on you. We're doing is we're, we're partnering with Barry Law. Yep. To be able to give a scholarship to a veteran. Got and we're gonna you. start doing that all over. So yeah. Johnny's gonna be on there. So that's a 1 p.m. start. Okay. And then the women. Played DePaul as well. They need on, to play DePaul quick. They got to play DePaul. 94 to what? 50? I don't want You don't talk I about don't it. Know. It is what it is, Things man. Things happen, man. Well, not like that. I mean, it's UConn. Uh, you know, that's a really good ball yeah. club. Uh, and then Blue Jay Banner postgame show will happen here. Uh, Jonathan Lawson will be the yeah. guest. That's cool. Right. Hold on. Let me clear something up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I love, if there's any staff and team that I love, I love the Creighton women's basketball team. Okay. UConn just like that. Like, exactly. You know, I, I covered the first team I covered when I got into business, was Louisiana Tech. Mm -hmm. And Louisiana Tech would beat teams so badly, so badly, that they wouldn't have to play in the second half their starters. I've seen something on Instagram, like, I think it was last night. That happens, man. Where a team, uh, a high school team beat a team, like, one-on-one to, like, 
I don't even think they got they barely got double digits. Well, Central, but beat, they were pressing the whole game. I hate that. <laughs> Central beat Benson ninety six nothing. Yeah, that was. Crazy. I'm like, why? I mean, I mean, I, 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 look, I know. Jones is eventually, like eventually, you just. Yeah, I know you. You can't. I know. Can't keep doing that. Um, and then the NFL yeah. the games. It's the last Sunday of the NFL season, regular season, and so at Chiefs and Chargers also at three twenty-five. So lots going on this weekend. Yeah, lots to do. And make sure you go to our social media account and do that QR code, scan it with your phone, and have a chance to win those tickets For to sure. go to the games. For sure. Three big things that happened since the last time we had a show because we missed last week because of the holidays. Aside from the holidays. We skipped the holidays. Yeah. So there's three big things to talk about. Okay. First one, obviously, national championship game is set. Yeah. We had probably the best uh, uh, Saturday. I think you had the best. It was. It couldn't I, get it, no better than that. It'd be hard to it be much better than there. It reminded me of the overtime game in the last, last year. You know, every game was like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh, man. It was you know, late. there's always yeah. been that one game where you have a blowout and sometimes you have a close one. We have a, a, one game that goes to overtime. Any team, obviously, any team yeah. can win. And then another game where Texas yeah. drives all the way down there and has throws to the that end zone. That was coaching, bro. That was crazy, man. Now, I mean, that was crazy the, to the, watch. The deep bomb was the right play, but right at, everything after that, it's like coaching didn't know what to call. Yeah. To I me. Just, they, to they, me. They, they like throwing it up. They like trying to do that fade. Um, I, I think you had time to still run it a couple times. I agree. I think you – Yeah, I People agree. sometimes yeah. forget when you're trying to get down there and you're throwing a ball that sometimes it's a quick handoff. Yeah. You have a light – usually you have a light box. You only got like five guys in the box. Everybody's yeah. playing it's wide receivers. It's an illusion, man. Boom, yeah. Sometimes you got to do that. Yeah. But national title game is set. Again, Monday night here at Let It Fly Sports Bar in the Capital District. Yeah. Come check it out. You'll love it. Have a great time. Michigan is a five-point favorite over Washington. Yeah, I can – Five yeah. point favorite. Not, it's yeah. not shocking. Like yeah. Before the game, that was the. Yeah. If it would have been Texas, yeah. I think it would have been three or three and a half, but it's five. Yeah. Um, it'd be the first national championship that either one of these teams have won since their split championships. Man. Washington won a split championship in 1991 with Miami. And then in 97, of course, Michigan, Michigan won a split Nebraska. with Nebraska. Yeah, yeah. So it'll be the first time either one of those teams won yeah. a national championship. In the, on yeah. that day, Miami beat Nebraska 22 nothing. Mm. It really turned around Nebraska's program. Mm-hmm. Getting beaten like that. And then in 92, the same thing happened with Georgia Tech. And then after that, Nebraska changed everything. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, 93, 94, 95, all that yeah. stuff happens. And then Washington beat Michigan in the Rose Bowl that day as well. Yeah. So you had your national championship game. I, and you're I, picking who? I'm picking Michigan. But this is beside, before why, I think about Coach Harbaugh. And I feel like his last couple of years yeah. of his like storylines, if there's any year to win – this is the year, and I kind of feel like he up out of there after this. Probably true. You know, you he know? only won before this Saturday. Yeah. He'd only won one bowl game Dang. with them. That He won in 05 the first year he was there mm-hmm. and then had lost every bowl game up until that game yeah. that they won on Saturday. Yeah, the defense is crazy. I yeah. got Michigan. I, I, I don't ever – Pick Michigan for anything. I don't like Michigan. I hope Michigan loses. Go Washington. Go Huskies. Yeah, yeah. Roo, roo, roo. Uh, second, Creighton gets off the snide. Two yeah. tough losses to start the Big East. Sure. You lose to uh, you lose to Villanova, and then you lose to Marquette. Yeah. The Marquette game was the one that really I didn't understand because it felt like to me that eventually Creighton was going to win that game, mm. that they, were, they played better, I thought. They did everything better, and then all of a sudden you look up with a minute and a half left, and you're like, wait a minute. Yeah. They're trailing. Yeah. Well, and it just, it just didn't feel like that's a game they should have lost. I go back to Villanova first because, like I said, I respectfully feel like Eric Dixon – as Cogburner's number. 
And he, he does. He plays with a different type of chip on his shoulder. He does. Everybody bring it when they play Creighton, but yeah. like that's like a personal attack. Not many guys can pull it out there and shoot a three like he can I know. and get Crawford yeah. away from yeah. the rim. He, he's skilled. You yeah. know. Yep. Also, all the turnovers that Creighton has been committing or whatever, mm-hmm. I just kind of feel like it's one of those things where I think both losses are on Creighton versus the other teams that won. You know. Um, so you think they lost the game more than the Marquette and Villanova won it? Uh. Yeah. Okay. More, more Marquette. More, uh, more uh, Villanova than Marquette. But I also do think if Creighton ain't hitting, yeah, I don't think they got like that feisty defense to make up for it. Yep, you like know? they have the last couple of years. Well, you yeah. saw the game against Georgetown in the first half. Yeah, all those turnovers, the way they were playing in the first half. Yeah, I mean it was scary going into yeah. halftime. Now, I wasn't surprised that Creighton pulled away because right. Georgetown's not very good. No, no doubt. Um, but. You look down throughout the season. There's a lot of good teams in the Big East. I know. It's, uh, it's going to uh, be the, tough. The, uh, I play think, Providence on Saturday. Like I think I Providence is a win. Home court advantage uh, is always great with, like, teams that's, like, borderline mm-hmm. top tier. But, uh, like, don't sleep because I feel like the like teams are figuring out the secret sauce to try to win. Yeah. Um, I think that Georgetown game was a game where Mac was going to, like, get – you know, his core guys, you know, Mac play a short bench. Sure. So I just kind of felt like he was, like, giving them reps, giving them confidence, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to try to execute things. And um, uh, I think that game was more so about them or they can get better, knowing that they was going to win. I hope it correlates to Yeah, uh, And then, you know, he Ed Cooley always has something good early He's a good for coach, him. Bro. He's a good coach. They know each other so well. He already – Five hundred. He already got more wins this year than they had last year. Yeah, they were se- they were seven and twenty five last year, six and twenty five the years before. Yep, yep. And it hurt me because it's it's George. I know, man. I know. I felt so bad. Town. I knew Patrick when he was young you know? and Big John, and I just I felt really bad for them. And I hope they get a turnaround. I want Georgetown to be good. Me too. We, everybody wants Georgetown to be good. I, oh, except oh, Big for, East. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, and then the third thing. Nebraska beats Indiana. Yep. We talked about this before the holidays. If Nebraska won their non-conference games that they had left and they beat Indiana, they'd be 12-2. and two. Yep. First time that they have started <laughs> the first 14 games with just two losses yeah. since 2003. Man. So 20 years yeah. ago is the last time Nebraska started a season this way. They got um, – I'm happy for Coach Hoiberg yeah. because I feel like with the accolades that he got, um, like – He's been unwavering, so to speak. Mm-hmm. You know, you can always feel some type of way behind closed doors, but yeah. when you go out there, he like he are, he put the same demeanor on. I'm trying to coach these my guys, win or no. lose, right no. or wrong, forever right. You know, and for them to be 12 and two, like I'm not gonna hate on the people that they didn't play. The strategy was good to build that confidence, but yeah. to actually just to get a legit win in conference play, yep. huge. Bro. I mean, they got you know, they beat Michigan State, obviously beat Kansas State. Now uh, beating Indiana, who's yeah. had some struggles, but when Casey Tominaga shoots that way, yeah, yeah, 28 is gonna be tough. They play Wisconsin on Saturday, for by sure. the way, so. Good start for both teams. Right. Um, you know, and he, it's a better basketball environment yeah. when both teams are good. Yeah, for I, sure. My dream has always been I want to see all three teams Creighton make the hoop, tournament. Nebraska hoop, I want to see them hoop. all make the tournament. Uh-huh. That'd be a, you know, UNO win their conference, get in. Yeah. You know, Creighton, Nebraska, do whatever they got to do to get in. That'd be awesome. I That's, agree. It I makes agree. it for a fun Thursday, Friday for all three I, of those teams. I agree. Coming up, our special guest. Man. Former Burke Bulldog, and yeah. of course, also now plays for Notre Dame as a safety, and he is the. Best defensive player in college football. The Bronco Nagurski winner. Xavier Watts joins us next year on Let It Fly Show. Ah, Sunday. You take a morning walk to pick up burgers and beers. You tidy the house for 10 fellow football fans. And your biggest chore? Floating the Bud Light into the fridge. 
It all pays off because nothing is as easy to enjoy as a Sunday full of football and beer. Bud Light, easy to Sunday, easy to enjoy. Bud Light is the official beer sponsor of the NFL. Enjoy responsibly. 21 plus copyright 2023 Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. All right, welcome back to the Let It Fly show. We are joined by our very special guest from a Burke Blue Jay and, of course, current Notre Dame fighting Irish safety and the winner of the 2023 Bronco Nagurski Award, Xavier Watts. How you doing, man? How you feeling? Good. Wait, hold on, good. hold on. It's better for you to say the best defensive player in college in football. College that's football. just how you got to say it. Yeah. That, that's that's, that's yeah. the best. It, the that's, most outstanding. That's how we got to do you, Most bro. outstanding. Yeah. How, was, how was your holiday? How was all that? Nah, everything was good. Uh, went... Uh, went to Hawaii for a little bit. Oh, uh, that, that, it was good. That yeah. sounds like that was great. Nah, it was pretty good. I only went there for a couple of days, and then I headed out to the bowl game in uh, yeah. El Paso. El Paso was cool. It was a little cold, but and then I was in San Francisco, and I just got back yesterday. So I mean, wow, I just been bouncing around, but I just been chilling and relaxing. So it's been good. All I did was go to New Orleans. This man went all over the whole world. <laughs> I just woke up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I mean, I got a lot of questions for you, man. But the biggest. Uh, or the first question I have to say is like, I mean, how does it feel to be considered the not even considered? You have the award to be the best defensive player in college football. Yeah, I mean, it's crazy to think about. It. I mean, it's still like still to this day, it's a little surreal. I mean, like that title is like you you won the best defensive player in all of college football, and I mean, just like coming into the season of like my whole college career, like I've never really dreamed about like right. I mean you obviously the dream of achieving big things but like yeah. when it but actually journey, happens and then so. like you said like my yeah. journey like I've been bouncing yeah. around all over the place and then for me to just be able to get that accomplishment for what I've done is is crazy I mean just thankful I, for it I'm a voter and so when your name first popped up as one of the finalists I was like oh that's awesome that's cool mm-hmm. cool if you won the award and then you kept having big weeks big weeks and of course the finalists came along what was it like you know you're a finalist but when you when you won it when they told you how'd you find out uh, so I, f- I didn't find out until, so I find I knew I was a finalist, right. uh, probably like two, three weeks before the action. Second or third week in November, they second gave us a vote. Yeah. yeah. And then, I mean, uh, then the final, sh- the show came. So I was just kind of like, I mean, obviously I want to win it, but if yeah. I don't win it, I'm not too bummed about it. Like, cause I mean, like I had a great year regardless. Right. Then. But it's crazy. Cause even before that, my dad was like, you gonna win it. Like before I even, yeah. before I even knew I was a finalist, he was like, you know you're going to be a finalist, you know you're going to win it. And I was wow. like, yeah, all right, we're going to see. Yeah. And then actually ended up happening. And then, like, obviously when I got there, I didn't know until, uh, like, they announced my name. Mm-hmm. So, like, it was just all so new to me. I was a little nervous on my speech and everything. So, <laughs> like I said, just, I just found out that moment when they announced my Did name. Did you write? Did you have one written? No, nah, I didn't. It was straight off, off the, the dome. Straight off the dome. Look at you. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, and speaking uh, that uh, about from the heart, like, your journey, like, mm-hmm. Watching you uh, make a decision to go to uh, Notre Dame over all the other schools you could have went to, including, uh, w- you know, wishing you came home and all that. Right. Things didn't start off the way that you felt like you wanted to, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, looking back on it, do you feel like it's because, like, the coach, do you feel like with the, with the achievement that you have now, do you feel like coach always had a plan to try to put you – in a sweet spot, but you just didn't, he didn't know where you fit or were you not just ready? See, I think it's a mixture. It's a whole bunch of different factors. I mean, I feel like I was, I was doing good at receiver. I mean, I did some good stuff. Like yeah. I obviously could have mm-hmm. stepped in and played, but I mean, obviously the way the coaches might feel about some things or uh, I had injuries too. So that kind of yeah. knocked me down a little bit. And then at the same time, maybe I wasn't uh, fully ready in my eyes, but 
at the same time, I mean, maybe like the scheme I wasn't ready for. It's just a whole bunch of different stuff that went in. But then obviously, uh, just kind of my journey, just bouncing back and forth. I mean, I just went along with the plan. I mean, yeah. I just wanted to play at the end of the day. I mean, and then it's some things, most things are going to work out by itself. And then obviously for me, it ended up working out well. So I just kind of just stuck to my plan and just trusted my coaches for what they mm-hmm. had in store for me. Xavier Watch joining us here on Let It Fly Show. Let's go back to the beginning. Mm-hmm. You're in high school at Burke. And you're having a very good high school career, obviously, and you're getting recruited. Walk us through the recruiting journey. Like, where'd you take official visits? Who'd you talk to the most? Did you get to? Because it was that right before COVID. I didn't know how how that worked out. How was it for you? Yeah. So, I mean, the first school that ever I ever got in contact with was actually a basketball school because I was actually getting recruited at basketball for like a D2 school. Mm. And then football. I forgot what my first I don't know what my first school But my first offer Was South Dakota State Okay That was your junior year? uh, That was my junior year Yeah So then obviously After that It just took off I mean I started getting Like Iowa State And then like Minnesota Like most of the Big Ten schools Mm -hmm. And then obviously Got to like Notre Dame And then Michigan And Tennessee And all those And then uh, it was just kind of, I don't know, just kind of just crazy. I mean, you getting a whole bunch of texts from all these coaches all the time. I mean, you're from Nebraska, so not a lot of people are, like, looking at you for real. So, I mean, it was just exciting. It was an exciting time in my life. And then at the same time, uh, I mean, I was just kind of stressed about it a little bit. I mean, obviously you want to go to Nebraska. But at the same time, I mean, I just had to choose what was best for me. Um, so it was just kind of difficult. With Is there anything companies. they could have done differently? Uh yeah, red carpet, steak and potatoes. <laughs> nah, I mean... The way I remember it, I remember going to a... I don't know if it was a Friday Night Lights, or, but it was an event, and they had you guys, you know, do the jumps and all of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you tested well, but not as well as Xavier Betts did. Yeah. Um, and then that was kind of... I started leaning in that direction. Was Is that how it went down for you? Uh, so I really don't... I really don't know too much about, like, how I tested or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Or I just know, like... <clears throat> I didn't get an offer from them until like after I got offers from everybody else. You're that man. So I mean, I, I it was like, slow playing. You. It was slow. So like they just kind of got. So like <laughs> most kids here, they usually go to Nebraska. Yeah. So I feel like they're kind of like, all right, we're gonna slow play with him, and he's gonna end up coming here anyway. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, it's not like I was like salty. They didn't offer me anything, but I at the same time, <laughs> at the same time, it was just like, yeah. And then they weren't very good. Like I'm not gonna sure. like, yeah. They, had, they had, were having great years. I mean, I didn't want to put myself in that position where I might have to. Oh, I don't want to be here anymore. I want yeah, to transfer. For sure. So then, obviously, like just Notre Dame was the perfect spot for me. I mean, when I first visited, step on campus. I mean, great people. Like everybody says, it is just great people there. The great environment. I mean, can't pass the education. And then obviously football is football. I mean, you're always going to have nine plus wins, ten plus wins. You're going to be in a bowl game every year, make playoff every now and then. So you're going to be comp- competing for a national championship. So it's the highest level of football and highest education you can right. get, and I couldn't pass it up. Man, well, who was a part of your journey? Yes. <laughs> I'm right. playing, bro. Uh, who, who was the uh, inside joke? Who was a part of your journey, like, on those dark days? You know, like, um, for you, I mean, it's – it's easier to talk about because of the outcome now, you mm-hmm. know, with you being, you know, the best defensive player in college football. But, like, you go through those days and you're putting in work in practice, you playing offense, you playing defense, mm-hmm. you know, like safety was something you really had to learn. Right. You know, like, who was around you, like, aside from your family or if it just was your family to, like, make you not get up out of there? Because, mm-hmm. I, I mean, like, to be honest, like, outside looking in, it's like, I probably would have thought about leaving, leaving there too. Yeah, for sure. 
I mean, obviously, you 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 hit on it. Your parents, obviously, my mom and dad. I mean, you know them. You know, yep. you've met them before. You know my family. You know, they're gonna be be there for me always. And then, obviously, I mean, one person that really uh, stuck it out with me that I kind of talked to and handled the situation with was my roommate. Because mm. so he's like he's literally kind of like identical to me. We're both only child. We both came in the same class, 2020. Both went through the COVID year all together, yep. and we both switched positions. So he played corner, and he switched to safety, and I played receiver, and I switched to safety. So we both switched to it at the same time. So we was kind of both looking at it like, I mean, obviously it's not a great situation. Like, you came in from one position, you switched right. to somewhere yeah. else, and obviously you want to stick it out. But obviously there's sometimes you're like, all right, maybe we should go somewhere else or whatever. But at the same time, we're kind of just like, all right, we in this situation, we both want to graduate, we might as well ball out and work hard while we can. So, I mean, it's kind of just having those conversations with him, and, I mean, it was just, he's like my brother now, so just kind of just bouncing back, bouncing back and forth for him because he went to the same thing. So. Did he feel like you could be what you accomplished? Uh, like, once you found out you got the award that you got, was he like, man, I knew it, or was he shocked just like you? Yeah, I mean, he before he so he dropped me off at the airport and he was kind of like, "You better win it." So I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he he's always been supportive of me. I mean, like like I said, we both played the same position and like we said, we came the same thing. So he's always had the best interest in me. He's always supported me and I'll always support him as well. So I mean, he definitely knew. He knew he he like the same as me. He probably knew. I didn't know if I was going to win it, but he knew I was going to have a good year. I was going to so, play good. So okay, yeah. Xavier Watch joining us here on <laughs> Let It Fly Show. So when you were a little kid. Where'd you picture yourself playing? Did you think of, I'm going to be a wide receiver, I'm going to be the next Randy Moss? No, or, he was cold yeah. in basketball. <laughs> <laughs> basketball. Did you, he was nice. Because it's funny how many yeah. football players you talk to yeah. that are like, I wanted to play basketball. No, yeah. And then you didn't get, maybe didn't get tall as you wanted to be, and then right. all of a sudden you're football. So what was the dream as a, as a kid? Yeah, I think everybody wanted to play basketball. So myself, I would definitely want to play basketball. I mean, Who was your hoop dream guy? Who was the person Who the, who the goat first? Was then it? Oh, LeBron James. Oh, sure. <laughs> I'm, man. Children, man. <laughs> Lucky we got to keep doing so this. that great I that's how this great happened. Just hearing people say, it's all right, man. Nah, yeah. I mean, I grew up watching because, like I said, like y'all, little, no offense, y'all older than me. Y'all older than me. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. I mean, I grew up, well, I didn't grow up watching Jordan and all that. Sure. So, I grew up watching LeBron. So, I mean, no obviously, I had all the LeBron shoes. I, yep. I mimicked my number. I used to, my Instagram name used to be, they call me LeBron. So, yeah. I, mean, I love LeBron. That was my right, guy. Right, right, so, right. But, I mean, yeah, everybody wanted to play basketball. I wanted to hoop. Uh, but, like I said, I mean, how old were you when you decided football would be the. Number one, I decided that when that I got my first offer. I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> when I got I'm my first offer, big as possible. Right. I feel you. I feel you. Like I, said, I, wanted to, I wanted to hoop. I did AAU and everything. Yeah, but you then, can still hoop though. No, yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah but like. I ain't six two six Charlie, three. Charlie Ward. Yeah, yeah. Hey, one of the best players. You know who Charlie yeah. Ward. I don't know who that is. Man, so he won. won he won a Heisman Trophy. Uh huh. And then got drafted. And then got drafted in the NBA. Uh -huh. He played for the Knicks for years. Dang. Yeah, no, that's crazy. Look, he's 19. thinking about it. He's <laughs> thinking about it. <laughs> he beat, <laughs> by the way, that was he beat Nebraska in nineteen ninety three national championship game. Wait, where did he go? Florida State. Oh, Florida State. Okay. Yeah, he went to Florida yeah. State. Played oh, wait, no, in the that ain't sounds familiar. Actually, uh, yeah, Nebraska missed a field goal at the end, and Florida State wins the game, and Charlie Ward chooses to go play basketball instead of playing football. Crazy. That's wild. Yeah, it's one of the weirdest stories. It doesn't happen a lot. Yeah, how, how, uh, how surprised were you when Coach Kelly decided to leave? And what, did you know coming up? Like, did you guys hear rumors or anything? Or? Nah, Because I'm, I, look, I grew up in Louisiana. Uh -huh. I, I was shocked yeah, yeah, when they yeah. said he was going to be LSU's coach. What was it like for you guys? It was because we, yeah, we had just beat Stanford, and yeah. he was. I forgot. He was. He was like everything seemed fine. Like he was like so. talking like, all right, we finna go get ready for. I forgot. What, I don't remember what our record was, but it was like getting ready for the selection show. So see if we make the playoffs or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. So he was like, 
everything sounded cool. And then that next, maybe it was the next day or whatever, like everybody was sending a group chat like, Coach Kelly leaving, Coach Kelly hey, leaving. They were seen on Twitter, screenshots, and like. Yeah. Then that next morning at like 7 a.m., we had a meeting with him, and he was like, yeah, yeah. I'm leaving. I'm heading out. And everybody was like. Yeah. But yeah, it was yeah. crazy. It was I lived happening. that too with Coach Altman. Yeah. I found out at Chili's on a ticker that he was leaving for, for Oregon. Really? Did, did your whole, uh, I know mine did, but did your whole future at college football in Notre Dame like change? Like, oh, man, I. Or My do you feel like maybe it's an opportunity because I wasn't playing as much as I wanted to? Yeah, I mean, it was a little, little mixture of both. I mean, because uh, he, that, that season, that's when he switched me. That's when I switched to defense. Yeah. So it was like kind of like, I'm going right. back to offense. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, what I'm going to do? He, he's the one who switched me to defense. Yeah. You know what I mean, so when he slid out, it was like, all right, whatever. But then um, at the same time, you come to a school. I mean, obviously, you want to know the coaches or everything. You have yeah. a good relationship with them. But at the same time, you choosing the school for the school. And yeah. like my kind of mindset was like, all right, Coach Kelly left. But it's not like, all right, I'm going to leave. Like, my main goal was obviously, you yeah. want to play football. But my main right. goal is want to get my degree. Sure. So yeah, I got yeah. my degree. And obviously, I accomplished that. So it wasn't like, I'm going to leave before I get my degree. You got it early, too, right? Yeah, I got it in uh, three years, three Man. and a half years. So nice. Nice. Knocked that out. And then, I mean, but. Like I said, Coach Kelly, I mean, I didn't – I talked to him a little bit, but, like, I wasn't, like, really close his, with him. His guy. Yeah, yeah, I know what you like mean. Yeah, no, no, I don't think person. anybody's yeah, really yeah, close yeah. to him. I, I don't no, think anybody's yeah. really close to him. I don't think so. Yeah. He's, like he's, a, he's like a very different approach. I think he's more like a business. He's like a business CEO. Guy. He's yeah, a CEO. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I thought you'd play? Um, was it uh, Jeremiah? Was it uh, Wasu Karamoa? Oh, uh, yeah, for the Browns. Right. Yeah, I yeah. thought that you would play – that kind of like undersized linebacker, I thought mm-hmm. you'd be really good at that. Like they, some people yeah. call it a joker, you make some call it a jack. You, you that's where I thought. Big. That's no, yeah, why I thought yeah. maybe, they have fast guys that play yeah. that position. I, I thought maybe yeah. that was something. Did, did they <laughs> look like, at nah. you at all? When I first switched to, so when he, Coach Kelly got me in the office, he was like, "You want to play rover?" That's what we called it rover. rover. Okay. So he was like, "You want to play rover?" And I was like. Yeah, like I didn't really. I thought it was just like safety, it's but like, I mean, it's it like, is, it's like, like a third like a safety. Bit. Yeah, it's like a heavy safety. But yeah. then when we went out to practice the next day, it was You're like, undersized, bro. Yeah, so I, <laughs> I'm not hitting all them dudes. Linebackers pulling all uh, yeah. tight ends, all that. So right. I was like, nah, nah that'd probably nah. it for me. So, yeah. but I mean, I could. I mean, if I would put on more weight, it was sure. just that I switched the middle of the season, sure. like the first game yeah. of the season. So I wasn't. I was 195 playing yeah. linebacker. Like, yeah, right. Work well, out. What about um, these plays you was making? You had. Seven in uh, seven interceptions. Yeah, zero in twenty twenty two, then seven in twenty twenty three. Right, something different. Yeah, well, opportunity to me. Yeah, yeah. I think it's just a shot. No, yeah, you always sure. been like that to me. Mm-hmm. But what was your knack? Like, how, right place, right time, or scheme change at all? Yeah, like what? What made you play you, something? You know? Nah, so I was like you said, twenty twenty two had zero, and then mm-hmm. like you said, this has just been the opportunity. I mean, like obviously, like if I would have been the same position last year. I probably would have did at least three, four, five for sure. interceptions. It was just I had limited playing time. Yeah. So then, obviously, you get to 2023. It's my first year starting, and then and nothing changed about the scheme or anything. It was just I mean, let, let me go back. Last year, I had some plays I could have made that I dropped. I dropped at least ah, two, three picks. Man, could have been in the right spot. And then this season, I was coming in. I was like, all right, I'm not letting that happen again because sure. I was going to sleep at night like. Thinking about, thinking about the plays, about the I'm like, man, okay. I'm dropping money, I'm dropping all these picks, like, yep. I can't be doing that no more. So coming into the season, I was like, all right, that ain't happening. So then obviously, I mean, I just been really locking into my craft, I mean, just 
really just reading the quarterback eyes, just locking in on the routes. Like, I still got to improve, but, I mean, like, just still just really yeah. just being focused. And then, obviously, there's a credit to my teammates. Like, we had – we were the top ten defense in the country this year. We was top ten, top five. So, they so. put you in a position to be – Yeah, so, sure. obviously, like, D-line creating the pressure. And then yeah. we had two lockdown corners just right. locking everything up. And then they yeah. just allowed me to be free and just read yeah. quarterback eyes and just break off the ball and just mm-hmm. be in the right yeah. spot. The right I got time. a follow-up on that. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, go ahead. You got to pick on the number one draft pick, you know? Like, you said reading eyes. Yeah. How nice is Caleb Williams playing against in person? <clears throat> and, uh, like, like, did you feel like that game put you in a better position to achieve what you did? Yeah, so he's 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 real good. I mean, he's a top-level talent. Like you yeah. say, he's going to be number one pick probably. Probably. So, like, last year when we played him, he – he he dogged us. He was yeah, he did. running all over the place. <laughs> like he was he was hard to contain because yeah, he's sure. running all over, scrambling over. But I mean, just this year it was just something different. Like they came into our house, we was like, all right, we're not letting it happen again. So, got a quick mean, start too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. then I mean, like like I said, just I was reading his eyes. Like the first pick I had, he just overthrew it, and then the quarterback, uh, the tight end fake block, he popped past it, and I yeah. just ended up cleaning like, it up. Like, yeah. So mm-hmm. he overthrew it, and I capitalized off that. And then the second pick was just me. Uh, I just broke off his eyes like I was just jumped the ball off a route. Yeah. So I mean, like he's 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 really good talent, but I just think like what we did that game, like our scheme, everything, how our mindset was just like, all right, we're not letting mm. him go off like he did last yeah. year. So was that the game where your parents had trouble getting to the game? Was it the USC game? Yeah, they didn't. They, they couldn't get the rental car because there was no rental cars available. I don't know. That was the story I heard that they went to Chicago, uh, leaving Chicago. They, they had no rental car, so they had to wait. And by the time they got there, it was the second half, and they're like, man, you're something balling. <laughs> I don't know. I don't, my dad was talking about going, but he didn't end up going. Okay. Was, I think it was, supposed to, it was supposed to be cold and rainy. Okay, so he decided he not to go. Really to go. go yeah. yeah, so, but yeah. then it, it was ended up being perfect. And then I remember calling him after the game. I was like, mm, you, you should have came. You yeah. missed a good game. So, but. <laughs> you should have been there yeah. to see it. That's fine. So let's talk about, so I always think, like athletes, when they think back on their careers, they remember a lot of good stuff, but they always remember the ones that got away. Mm-hmm. That Ohio State game, there's oh, no reason. Yeah. I cut the TV that you off. Guys, I thought, yeah, <laughs> I thought it was done. Yeah. I, I thought bed. my bet was won. <laughs> um, and then it didn't quite work out at the end. What was that feeling like that week after when a game gets away from you like that? No, nah, that, that was a real sick feeling. Like, I remember them just driving down. I'm yeah. like, ain't no way, ain't no way, ain't no way. Yeah. And then just seeing, because I remember I'm coming off the blitz. And I see him getting the end zone. And I'm just like, well, wasn't there somebody that dropped the pick before uh, that? Yeah, so we had it was we had about two drop picks. Yeah, uh, we had one on, in the end zone, both in the end zone, one one in the end zone, one uh, off the end zone. So those That's are right. bad plays. But I mean, you can't really get to. I mean, I don't know. You can't. It ain't really all get about to, that. What's yeah, 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 like, yeah. yeah. Everything else play. in the game, but yeah. like, sure. But I mean, yeah, obviously those plays could have capitalized, but you can't blame those players for that play. But, I mean, like you said, this – obviously, after the game, a couple of days lingering, it's like, man, we just we just blew that game. But at the same time, you like – that was only, like, game four or five or whatever. We yeah, still yeah, got yeah, full season full left. Full season left. So, I mm-hmm. mean, you can either be negative about it and still think about the game, you're going to drop some more games, you're going to lose some games, mm. or you can be more positive about it and just keep stacking days, keep getting better from it. So, that was our mindset. I mean, I think we did a pretty good job of just coming back and still sticking with it. Like, like I said, we ended up with 10 wins, so we still had yeah. a good – we didn't so, let that hang on us the rest no of the season. Now, you're in a situation, man, where you already graduated early. Mm-hmm. You're the best defensive player in college football. I know you still, like, got offense in you, and there's opportunities, 
you know, where you can be in a position to play any type of way on the next level. Mm-hmm. Uh, you got 11 days. What What is it going to be for you? What is this process like to decide if you're going to come back and play? He did. He made a decision. No, I decided. Oh, you yeah, did? Yeah, I did. Oh, I did. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you stand? <laughs> yeah, I'm standing. That's yeah. good. I okay. decided. They did. made a All video, right. Josh, that you got to watch. It yeah, is. I'm going to watch it. It is stone cold. I got you. I got you. <laughs> he's digging. Yeah. He's digging through the desert. Oh, <laughs> and I said to my wife, my wife's like, I don't yeah. know what's happening here. I said, well, they played in a bowl game in El Paso, and yeah. that's why it was like this. And But that was, walk us through the decision. Yeah, I mean, uh, it's, it's a little difficult. I mean, obviously, I you want to, your dream's been playing in the NFL. So, I mean, but I mean, just coming back, I just felt like, personally, I didn't feel fully ready yet. Mm. I mean, like I said, it's my first year starting. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I still feel like I'm a little raw at safety. Yeah. But obviously, like, I feel like I can get another level. So, like, just coming back, I feel like this whole year will really benefit me. Okay. From And then, obviously, like, the talks I've had with coaches in different ages is kind of just, like, you can't make a wrong decision if you leave or go. But at the end of the day, it's just kind of how I felt about it, just my personal feelings. And, like I said, I just mm-hmm. have a lot more feel that I feel like I should improve on, and I feel like I have another level I could raise and just improve my jazz stock Did more. NIL make it any, any part of the decision? Because it used to be you stayed. Obviously, you weren't going to get yeah. any money. You yeah. go to the league, you get money. Mm-hmm. Now you actually can you know get some deals, obviously. Did that make a difference for yeah, you? Yeah, obviously, like, it's a great opportunity to be able to get NIL. So, I mean, just the opportunity, to, like I said, to get better at the same time, still get some NIL partnerships and yeah. all those things is really just cool that not, not a lot of people are able to get, so I had to capitalize off of For that. sure. So you know coming back, like, your mindset has to be like, I got to – I might not win the award again next year, but I can I can't yeah, digress. Yeah. Right, right. No, yeah, hundred percent. Like I said, like coming in last year, I was like not really knowing what was gonna happen. Like sure. I said, because it's my first year starting. Like coming the season, I was like, all right, I'm gonna play good. Like I know what I can do. But then obviously, like coming in the next year, like I'm, I'm like, all right, I did this last year. I could go again. Like I can't drop the bar. And then obviously, I know I'm gonna go to the yeah. NFL. So I gotta. Stay on top of my stuff and just see you know, how high myself. you can go. Right. Yeah. yeah. I remember when Coach Lamaji took over at Burke. Mm-hmm. And we're all like this Youngstown guy. Who's this guy coming in? Right. And ever since then, you know, I've talked to so many players that he coached. We had a bunch of West Side guys that have come in, mm-hmm. and he's got that philosophy and mindset that really seems to get through to you guys. Can yeah. you walk us through how that was playing for him and what kind of difference it made in, in kind of your career and preparing you for the next level? Yeah, I think 100%. I wouldn't be the player I am today without Coach Amanji and mm. like all the Burke like my if I didn't go to Burke I feel like I wouldn't be where I was today mm. like I've all the people I've met the people I play with the coaches Coach Amanji Coach Queen uh, all those guys I mean just the coach the type of philosophy that you talk about Coach Amanji is like hard nose type football I mean, oh yeah he's like I said he's from Youngstown so I've heard like stories about <laughs> people from Youngstown or whatever so he's definitely that type of guy that you want to play for, like he's gonna love you, you're gonna love him, and he's gonna bring the best out of you, out of you every day. And he demands you to do the right thing, right? Every that's time, right? yeah. Outside yeah. of football, he yeah. just wants you to be a good person as well. So that's why I love that guy and everybody else in that Burke, Burke staff that I was there as well. So I got I got some questions from the message board for the Notre, uh, Notre Dame fans, mm-hmm. and somebody is asking, um, "What's the hardest part about transitioning from wide receiver to safety?" Yeah, I mean, uh, it's definitely just the whole mechanics of everything. Like going forward, going backwards. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you coming yeah, in? I'm just asking, bro. Nah, right. <laughs> nah, yeah. Like I played both in high school, but yeah. I mean, in high school I was just playing. I don't remember with, but but it wasn't. It was just like, 
like two coverages or something like that, and like you either blitzing or you covering or you like a zone or something, and yeah. then obviously you switch to college, it's a whole different ball game. It's all these different coverages. You gotta know what routes you gotta know the little tells of what people are doing no route combinations it's, a, it's a just a lot, work, more a lot of film work yeah a lot of a lot more film work and then obviously like you said you i went from moving forward to moving backwards to try to cut left right 90 degrees 45 degrees and then obviously you trying to guard somebody you don't know what they're doing so i mean it was just it was it was it's was pretty difficult i mean by the same time like i played in high school so i had a little bit mm. of it but like it's this completely different ball game work on your w drill <laughs> over and over right. and over so you're ready for the combine nah, yeah. w drill w drill right. every time you get a chance uh-huh. work on that drill i got another one yeah. so now i'm gonna read them as a um as they say mm-hmm. kind of try to make it out Okay. All right. All right. Good. Uh, so, thoughts on why most young receivers went, and they must be talking about your team. Yeah, a lot of guys. Uh, choose, yeah. Thoughts on why most young receivers went uh, into the portal, and what do you think the team needs most next year? Also, did you believe that they that they were too easy to cover due to coaching, or was talent the problem because they were too young? All right, that's a long question. So the yeah, first yeah, one was, yeah. uh, why do I think the young guys went in? Yeah. To the portal, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I don't really know. I mean, that's their decisions. I mean, sure. I mean, that's like what they felt was best for them. I mean, I can't really speak on somebody else's situation. I mean, obviously they felt they had a better opportunity somewhere, somewhere else. else. I mean, yeah. obviously they did what they had to do. But, I mean, like I said, some people do what they need to do, and sometimes the grass is not always green on yeah. the other side. So, yeah. I mean – but, I mean, they did what they wanted to do, so I can't speak too much on their situations. So what did he mean by that? Do you believe they were too easy to cover due to coaching or was talent the problem because they were too young? Do you feel those guys were talented? Oh, no, 100%, yeah. Oh, that's what they're asking? Yeah, oh, okay. no, yeah, those dudes are definitely talented. Yeah. I mean, and highly I mean, ranked and stars and all that stuff. Oh, yeah. Highly ranked. They yep. all came in and worked. They're all good guys outside of football, and they're all good football players. I yeah. mean, Obviously, I mean, I don't know, like, from the outside looking in, a lot of people have a bad, like, view of, like, how to play football. I mean, I feel like most people don't really know, like, really goes into it. Some people just have different perceptions, but people don't know what it takes to actually be good at football. Mm -hmm. Like, you can kind of judge somebody, but if you've never been in that position that these guys have been in or what I've been in or what these football players or all athletes in general mm-hmm. have been like, you really don't know. So yeah. you can't judge too much, but they were good guys. They're they're good athletes as well. Like they're good football players. Xavier watch joining us here <coughs> on the let it fly show. This is silly, but I always feel that when you're in strength and conditioning, you're doing all your lifting and everything. Mm-hmm. It's a little bit easier when your head coach is yoked because you know he's working. <laughs> oh, so you got Talk a about fat coach talking about? Oh, you're crazy. <laughs> I'm serious, bro. <laughs> Look at, you, you know Marcus is in there lifting, yeah, right? Yeah, so what's nah, it like yeah. to have a coach who's, you know, yoked, man? Yeah, like, you, like, you, know yeah. you know I'm in here. That might you run be, you over. You got to right. be in here. Nah, he be, well, I usually lift in like, sometimes I'll be in the 7 a.m. group and he'll be in there. Yeah. What's his max? I don't even know. <laughs> but yeah, because he, he, he played at Ohio State. Yep, he went yep. to, uh, I know he went to the league for a little bit. So obviously he's, he got a good build. I mean, he's, yeah. he's a big dude. He's a pro. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, but obviously uh, it's a, it's like motivating to see that your coach is also doing the same thing. But like some guys might not really think it has an impact. But obviously if you see your coach in there I think it working does. out, I mean, it's like, all right, we got a guy who's in it with us. I mean, yep. And then like that's our whole coaching mm-hmm. style. I'll see. I'm, my coach be riding a bike at 5 a.m. Be doing jogs. I'll ride around campus. I'll see coaches walking. They they go play basketball. So, I mean, our whole coaching staff is like that. Like, I think Freeman did a real good job of bringing in guys that 
are really dedicated and really care about us and then they're obviously like really bought in for us as well like they mm-hmm. do everything with us they make it fun for us i mean they those guys are really great real great coaches as well that's what's up this is an nil question um and i got two two more after this mm-hmm. so about the nil opportunities uh what nil opportunities have you received while playing for Notre dame and if he thinks it's comparable to the opportunities players get from other top 10 ranked teams in the country. It'd be kind of hard for you to know. Yeah. Right? Uh, so the first one, I mean, I've done, like, little, like, brand partner. I haven't done anything, like, crazy big. Like you I've are done, now, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you are now. I've done a little, like, Nebraska Furniture Mart. I've done, like, NIL, NIL stuff with them. Like, oh, I've cool. Got, like, done little posts for, like, TVs and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And then... Obviously, like, we have a little fun collective thing that we do so as well. So, I mean, like, we've had a whole bunch of different opportunities with that. But, I mean, what was the second question? Uh, the second question. Uh, do you think it's comparable? Do you think it's comparable? To what like, other, versus oh, other, other teams, teams in the country? Yeah. Like, Yeah, I mean, I think from other people that I've talked to, not a lot of schools are actually, like, some guys get lied to. Like, some guys are like, all right, mm. you sign here, you'll get mm. 400k I'm out, they, bro. they'll never touch it yeah so i feel like mo- i feel like Notre Dame is real good they stick to what they from what i've I can most see people that. got they've done yeah. a good job of actually yeah, helping us out and i feel like i don't know i feel like it's a pretty good and i i don't know what other schools yeah. do right exactly much, though, yeah. But yeah 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 this comes from me i think that um <laughs> it's not even a question this is just a comment i think that who you are what you've done and how many people that are actually behind you. I know sometimes you may not feel it because you're not in the state, mm-hmm. but, like, I really feel like from here on out, especially with what you did, you should really come back at some point and put on summer clinics and yeah. do those things like that, bro, because, like, kids in the future need to know that you can be the best defensive player in college football. Right. And come right out of Omaha. Come right out of Omaha. Right. Terrence Crawford. Like, I, I look, at you, I look at you like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know? So just to let you know, like, I think that, uh, I think we'll hire you and I feel like uh, you should walk around. You're a humble dude, man, but yeah. you need people to know, like, you laugh and you joke, but you don't play. Right, right. <laughs> you know, keep that chip, bro. Nah, yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. Now, that's definitely something I was interested in. I mean, uh, obviously, I want to come back here and, like you said, like, like I talked about earlier, like a lot of people overlook Nebraska. I feel like there's a lot of talent here. There's a lot of good kids that can come out of here and do good things. So I feel like obviously like me coming back and running a clinic or uh, camp like that, that would be helpful for the community as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so obviously next year, everything changes. You got 12 team playoff. Give us a, give us a prediction of what you think of your team. What do you think yeah. Notre Dame can do next year? Uh, I feel like we're going to be pretty good. I mean, we're going to be loaded on defense again. We got, obviously, I'm coming back. We got our two best D tackles coming back. We Mm -hmm. got good transfer DN coming in. We got good quarterback coming in. We got two good receivers coming in. We Mm -hmm. got loaded freshman class coming in. We got dudes that are on the team right now that haven't got their shot yet that are going to pop off. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I feel like we got pretty good schedule as well, too. So, I feel like, I mean, anywhere from undefeated to maybe – Obviously, you want to go undefeated, but I mean, sure. if anything, the low was like one loss, if that. So, I mean, no like I said, especially with 12-team playoff, I mean, it's going to be crazy. I mean, 
it's gonna be a lot more games. I mean, like right now, I'm gonna be playing right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm totally playing. Like I'm exactly. not gonna be here. So I'm gonna ask yeah, some questions yeah, about yeah, that yeah. too. It's gonna be crazy. So well, I mean, I'm excited. Like I said, we're gonna have a real good team, good stack team. So I feel like we have a real good shot of doing anything we want. Mm-hmm. Um. So this is the last one from here, and mm-hmm. then I got one final personal question. Okay. So <clears throat> who is the most underrated player on your current roster? Mm. Uh, Jadarian Price for sure. He's a running back. He's from Texas. He like that. He's a dog. <laughs> he the way he be. He's a run. He's a running back. Obviously, mm-hmm. we had uh, you know, if you know, Audric. Yep. He's he gonna go to the league this year. He yep, yep. he's he's really good as well. But I mean, Jadarian. He's everybody when he be running the ball, be like, man, man. <laughs> like he, in the yeah. bowl game. I don't know if you watch the bowl game. He did, over man. here yeah. like jump cupping, like hop yeah. jumping. Like he's he's crazy. He's big. He's fast. He's He's going to have a real good year if he's end up being the starter. Yeah, I watched it all the way through like the you know, halftime and it was over. That's all I just watched. It was done by then. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Ahead, My sure. last one is uh, just as a football fan, who you got in the national championship game? Uh, Coach Ice going to kill you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I feel like. I think I'm gonna go Michigan. Oh, yeah. there you go. Good job. I'm, go I'm proud of you, bro. Their defense is they got a real good defense. Yeah. Well, I mean, Washington offense is crazy. They Nobody got, slowed down Washington's yeah. offense. They got three NFL wide receivers. It sounds like Nebraska Penix versus Michigan be, back then. Penix, yeah, I mean it is. So are you saying exactly. Washington right now? I, I am this way, and I've always been this way. Mm-hmm. Anybody but Michigan. I don't uh, like Michigan. Okay, so I just don't like Michigan. I respect yeah. that. I'm not a Michigan fan, right, so anybody right. but Michigan for me. I'd love to see Washington. So, you know, they played, if you go back to 1991, mm-hmm. when Washington won their they yep. split title with Miami, yep. they played Michigan, okay. and they beat the heck out of them. And so I, I hope that happens again. They're going to bring that up. It's going to be in the I hope that happens right, again. Right, right. And I think, I think uh, Pennick's journey, you know, man, you, you go through injuries. Right. People doubt you. He mm-hmm. had to transfer. They doubted him through the transfer process. Yeah. And now he's saying, look, yeah, you know, I may be 24 years old and had all these injuries, <laughs> right, but right. I'm really you good. See, he put the do rec on perfectly. <laughs> yeah, he do. Yeah, he do. <laughs> Runner up for the Heisman. I'm cheering yeah. for that kid. For I don't sure. know. It's hard. Like you said, they both of those uh, teams are loaded, but like. Washington offense is like you said, they got three yeah. NFL receivers, they got mm-hmm. Penix. So, uh, yeah. But I'm know. looking at you, I'm like, man, if you got the best defense. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. So I'm with you on that. Yeah, I don't know. It's gonna it's, gonna, it's, gonna <laughs> it's gonna be good to see. I'm gonna just choose Michigan for yeah, now. Yeah, I'm gonna change my answer later. I'm gonna choose Michigan. X, <laughs> X, we appreciate it, man. Thanks for taking the time yeah. and coming on with us and good luck next year. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, Thanks for having me. All right. All right, we appreciate it. Xavier Watch joining us. That was fun. Yeah, yeah. He's he's a kid, again, if you look at his size, his build, his makeup. And the way he plays, right. he's the kind of guy that can hang out in the NFL for eight, yeah. nine years. Because he's a playmaker. Because he's a playmaker. He's a ball hawk. Yeah. Um, he's going to be a good special teams player. Right. You know, and again, when you're mentally can go from wide receiver to for a little while to play some defensive, yeah. you know, linebacker to play safety, you know he's smart. Yeah. So he'll be fine in the league. Yeah. No, I was excited about it. I think that um, knowing where he came from yep. to where he's at now, like, yeah. I'm not going to say I can't believe it. But I'm shocked. It's pretty cool. It's, it's know, awesome. You yeah. put the work in. It's another one. <laughs> another one of those guys that got away from Nebraska. Yep. Another one of those That's guys. All, that got the from, whole time I'm sitting here, I'm like, got away from Nebraska. It's we could have had the best defensive player in the country. Yeah. Probably his career 
in the end, it worked out because yeah. he ended up where he was supposed to be. For sure. Where you're supposed to be yeah. is where you're supposed to be. Yeah, no matter where you are, there you are, too. There you are. So there he, you go. See, he was already yeah. ready to play. He just needed a shot. Yeah, you that's know? right. Good, good for him. Yeah. Coming up next week on the show, Creighton forward Bill Shireman will join us. We'll chat uh, with him. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready to talk to him. When he is on fire, like when he's shooting the way he was shooting second mm-hmm. half against Georgetown, mm-hmm. they're hard to beat. They are. They're hard to beat. The whole team is. Yeah. I mean, Creighton's one of them teams where everybody can shoot. So it's yeah. like, mm-hmm. but when, like, He's on fire. He, I like his. I like his swagger and his confidence because he was like, shooting the ball and running back the other way. Yeah, he just. That's him though. He just. You know. He, yeah. That's what he do. And, yeah. and when he's hitting that, yeah. it make everybody else elevate their play. No doubt so, about that. Yeah. Special thanks, of course, to Xavier Watts for joining us. Cool, bro. Uh, the King. Val Elvis, as always, our executive producer, Phil McClain. We appreciate him as well. And as a reminder, always never a bad time to give or get stakes. The holidays are over. Yep. But you know what? If you gave somebody some Omaha steaks on a Tuesday. That'd be crazy. <laughs> nobody's going to be upset about that. Not They're going to be happy. Or They're going to be happy. Yeah. Or if you get them. There you go. You more like to get them. Yeah. yeah. A reminder again, if you pay, if you buy over $149 worth, that is free shipping. And if you're a first time order, get the 30% off on your order as well. So mm-hmm. Omaha steaks, never a bad time to get or give them. Josh, take us away. Hey, it's Josh Jones here with Michael Severe. You know how we do it. It's a let it fly show.